This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Shetties. Hello. Um, I had a weird conversation a few hours ago. Um, I was telling a co-worker of mine that I um, have gotten into a late-night habit. I might have mentioned this before. I'm not sure. I might not have. But um, I've gotten into this late-night habit of masturbating. No, I'm just kidding. Of um, getting high and watching just hours of old wrestling videos. Like, not the actual wrestling itself, because I find that boring. Just the the interviews with the wrestlers, and also the shit-talking, and the uh, interviews with former wrestlers nowadays. Wrestlers, you know, from the, you know, the 90s, the 80s, the 90s, the Hulk Hogan kind of WWF era, uh, just talking shit about each other. It's fascinating. But I got really into Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy Savage. Do you remember him? Um... I could just listen to him for hours. Um, you remember the, you know, he's Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. All that bullshit. Um, I told this coworker that I'd been doing that. And he said, he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, my, my, I've been taking acid with my mother every night. And we just do impressions of Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, like, just talking to each other for hours. Just like, yeah, brother, the walls are melting. And I was like. And my first reaction, and actually what I said to him was like, God, I'd hate to do acid with my mother. Um, and then it was only later that I thought, why wasn't that weird to me? Why wasn't it a weird thing for somebody to in my social circles uh, to be talking to me about doing acid with his mother and doing impressions of former professional wrestlers? But that's the world I live in. That's just normal. This is the kind of shit that happens here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, anyway, that's all. Um, there's not been a shit... Well, there's been a fair bit of news. Uh, the rugby championship started. There's, you know, the latest Cipriani news. Chris Ashton, I almost forgot about that. He's also in trouble now. But we'll get on with that in a minute. I just want to get going. Um, rugby went back to episode 15. Let's go. So I sort of watched um, the Australia-New Zealand match last night. Um, I was getting distracted. I was trying to pay attention. It's one of those things where I already heard the result. So it's hard to really get into a rugby match when you already know the score. you know. But I tried to, uh, tried to enjoy it. And maybe tell me if you agree with me on this. I remember, so when I was growing up, 
in the 90s. Um, Australia were always a really good team. Uh, obviously, they won the World Cup in 91. Um, and then again in, well, fucking hell, what was it, 99? I can't remember. Anyway, um, now I always just remember them being a good team. But one thing that I've heard more than one England player, retired England player, saying is that they would always talk about Australia being a team that sort of maximized its talent. Um, that they were, they didn't necessarily have the most talented squad, but they were always able to get the most out of it. Which I never really felt like was the. I remember, you know, I remember players like Michael Liner, you know, John Eels, um, Owen, fuck, what's his name, Finnegan. Fuck, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I mean, they've had some really good players over over the years. George Smith, you know. Anyway, um, but if that was the case, I feel like it's the opposite now. Now I realize that I'm not talking about English rugby, which is kind of something I said I'd never do. But there's so little to talk about. Um, and I was thinking this. I was watching the rugby match, and I was—I I just looked at that Australian team, and they're just so big and fast and skillful. Like that's such a good team. And yeah, they're playing the All Blacks, so you know, losing to the All Blacks is never a you know a huge disgrace. And they did score some late tries to make the scoreline look worse than it was, but they were fairly comfortably beaten. And I feel like with Michael Checker, I'm not blaming him, the whinging cunt, but he um. Since he's been in charge, I do feel like they've had a lot of talent and they've just kind of like when England beat them three tests to none when we whitewashed them. Um, It was great, but you definitely felt like they should have won one at least. And they just don't seem to have the belief. They don't seem to have the ability to win games that they should win. And it seems like now it's the opposite of what people used to say. And it's like they're, they're not able to maximize the talent they have. They have all the talent now, but they don't seem to be able to really deliver. Um, and if they do, they're going to be really just annoying, aren't they? Um, but it was, it was a decent match, I guess. I, I enjoyed uh, there was some big hits when Naholo, is that, am I saying it right? Smashed... Um, Israel Folau in the uh, within the first sort of 10 15 minutes he absolutely pummeled him and the first thing that popped into my head was that he was silencing the voice of god that would ah, take that god because of course Israel Folau has kind of become this homophobic voice of christianity and it was weird when Naholo smashed him in my head Naholo was a gay man unleashing his angry gay fury on uh, Israel Folau. And I was on his side. I was rooting for him. And uh, I feel like that's going to happen. Every, when Israel Folau limped off the, limped off the pitch like a, like, a, like a homosexual's wrist. I don't even know if that made sense, and I'm joking. But um, I do feel like he has become the enemy of a certain demographic uh, of left-leaning supporters. And I don't, I don't really give a shit. But anyway... Um, that was interesting. Anyway, but let's get back to England. First of all, uh, before we get into the real serious meat and potatoes of what's going on, um, I, I read that um, at Bath, Anthony Watson has re-torn his Achilles. Now, I've had issues with my Achilles before in the past. I've never torn it, but I've had like 
you know, I've strained it and had it. I, I remember having to sit with my feet in ice buckets after matches. My heels were just so uh, swollen. I, as I understand it, if you tear an Achilles, there's a good chance that that's going to affect your ability uh, to generate power later. Like a lot of people lose a bit of uh, pep in their step when they tear their Achilles. Not everybody, though, but he's retorn it. I mean, he was. I thought he was like on his way back to being recovered, and now he's retorn it again, and he's not going to be back until I heard he's not going to be back until after the Six Nations in 2019. Um, I'm going to. Uh, I'm calling it. He's done. He's finished. <laughs> I, that's a bit cruel, isn't it? But I really think I, I. I just have a feeling that this could be one of those tragic cases of. Um, He's doing his best. He's retorn the same Achilles, and I just have a bad feeling it's not going to work out, and he's going to fuck it up again. Don't tell him that, because as we all know, um, the only true way to heal is through the mind. And just as there is a placebo effect, there's also what they call a nocebo effect. And if and if uh, Anthony Watson hears that I said he's finished, he's going to believe that, and he'll never come back. So don't tell him. Um, and then uh, Jonathan Joseph... Um, Johnny Jojo, I like to call him. I got in this weird habit. Every time Jonathan Joseph would uh, get the ball, I'd yell, Go Johnny Gogo! Or Go Johnny Jojo! Um, I think that's what they yelled in um, The League of Gentlemen. Do you remember there was that scene? I'm probably saying it wrong. There was something like a game they would play, Go go Johnny Gogo! Go Johnny Jojo! I can't fucking remember. I'm babbling as usual, but um, Go Johnny Jojo is not going to go Johnny Jojo. He's going to no Johnny no no because he is out until Christmas um but I'm not going to write his career off just yet not yet we'll see um so I just saw that Chris Ashton your hero your champion um punched somebody I haven't seen the punch I'm sure it's pathetic I'm sure it's not I'm sure people will be drawing the comparison between Chris Ashton punching someone and then being punched by Manu Tuolagi. That always shows up. But um, I'm sure it wasn't as epic as the the Manu attack on him. But uh, he's fucked up too. Um, Now, as you well know, I wouldn't have him anywhere near the England squad anyway. But uh, I wonder, there's obviously going to be a ban. I don't remember what his ban is, how long it's for. I don't know how Eddie Jones is. Listen, this is the problem with having a lunatic as manager. There's no way of knowing how he's going to react to this. I could see him just writing Chris Ashton off saying, that's it, he's done. I'm never picking him again. He had one chance. Um, Or I could see him saying he doesn't give a fuck. Who cares? He wants some mongrel anyway. I don't know. But hopefully he won't pick him. Um, uh, Let's do cock-ups. Well, I definitely have fucked. Oh, God, cocked up. I cocked up already. My bloody air conditioner's on. Hold on. Fucking suffering in this shit. Um, Sorry about that. You know, every episode, you know, I bank on the fact that I'm going to cock something up. And, um... I'm sure there's things... You know, I'm absolutely certain there are multiple cock-ups that I don't are either not brought to my attention or I don't notice. But um, the main cock-up is I've still got issues with sound. Now, 
the quality I think is good. This microphone's good, and I think uh, last episode's sound quality was high, but the volume was still too quiet. It's still too fucking quiet. Now, I actually contacted my uh, podcast uh, host. Is that the word? Why can't I think? Um, whoever it is, the place that I build this podcast at. And uh, they said they looked into it and they think they fixed it. So, this should hurt your ears. But if it didn't, I apologize. Um, I'm going to look into it. They still won't put the cover art up on Acast. If you listen to this through Acast, or even if you don't, do me a favor. Now, I have a feeling no one's going to do this. So, if you do it, you'll be upsetting the balance of reality. And who knows? Maybe the world will explode. Give it a shot. Um, send Acast a message. Email them or tweet at them. Just let, just say, hey, I listened to this podcast and I've noticed they don't have cover art. Just anything like that. Or, um, hey, we've been trying to get the cover art for this thing. I, I don't know how you would say it. I'm not saying it, but just give them some shit. Because I think I've told you, right? I have tried multiple avenues of trying to get Acast to put the fucking cover art on the on the episodes and um i always get the same bloody guy i can't get around him and then i look like i'm sneaking behind his back to try and which is exactly what i'm doing and then he's now i know he's annoyed with me so he won't do it um i do not know what to do i can't get around him i can't get above him i can't find anybody i'm fucked i'm utterly fucked um so yeah see if you can help me with that if not well fuck off all right uh, that's cock-ups. All right. Well, here we are. There's one issue left to talk about. It's the big issue, not the uh, newspaper that the homeless sell or used to. Does that still exist? Remember, I'm from the past. I'm from the 90s. And, um, I don't know what the hell's going on over there. Um, it's probably in an E newspaper or something an electronic newspaper you download the big issue i don't know anyway uh it's danny cipriani isn't it danny the boy sippers sips a few sips too many for old danny boy and he's gotten into some shit now i have a feeling i might go off on a few tangents here um or I might be done in seconds, and this is going to be the shortest ever episode of Rugby Ranta Banta, but um, my overwhelming feeling is that I don't give a fuck. And I don't just mean that I don't give a fuck about what he did. I just don't give a fuck what happens. Um, because on the one hand, I, I'm kind of torn. On the one hand, I feel like, well, who gives a shit? if he has some stupid issues outside of rugby, is he in jail? Is he going to jail? If not, if he's available, he's legally allowed to play rugby. Just let his rugby do the, the talking, right? Just, just judge him as a rugby player. He didn't rape anyone. He didn't murder a child. He got drunk and acted like a twat. Now, so I sort of feel like we should just let him just ignore it. And it does sort of annoy me that some people get so fucking worked up over it you know but on the other hand I, it's, it's not i don't particularly feel sorry for him i don't if they said no that's that he's had so many chances and 
And if Eddie Jones, the madman, decided he didn't want him in the squad because of it, I don't really feel sorry for him. You know what I mean? Because, again, I don't want to sound bitter and jealous, but you know, he's got opportunities that you and I would have fucking given our left nut for. Not our right. We all know that's the special one. But we'd have all given our left nut to to um, be able to play for England. And uh, so I sort of think if you're going to make stupid decisions, and it's not – this is the thing. It's not the decision to – go nuts and resist arrest or try and fight somebody it's the decision to go out and drink if you're the kind of person who does that you know i went years without drinking at all i was i just avoided alcohol just because i didn't particularly like feeling hungover and i cared about my health just didn't really give a shit um it's not that hard so so that's my kind of general feelings i don't really care that much um, I suppose if I were in charge, because I don't care, I'd say, no, just carry on. Can he play? All right. If he's good enough, he'll play for England. We'll just carry on. Um, but one thing that really gets on my fucking nerves, um, and bear with me, is on two different newspapers' uh, reports of this, it referred to him not attacking, but, you know, getting rough with a, in quotes, female police officer. Um, and I remember the same thing happening with Manu Tuolagi when he got in some shit. Now, I understand that we do tend to, you know, if somebody punches someone in the face, you'll go, oh, really? And if they say, but it was a woman, we go, holy shit, what? But, you know, if they're going to be police, they're going to be cops, they're going to be able to handle themselves. And I find it slightly fucking irritating. Okay, look. I might come across as some kind of chauvinist, chauvinistic asshole, but as I think I've said before, I just hate bullshit. And I may have even t- talked about this specific issue before, and I don't want to sound like a raging, woman-hating bastard. I'm not a bastard, um, <laughs> and I don't hate women. But there's the classic example I always think of in a situation like this, where they lowered the standards for police officers in a certain state. It may be nationwide now in the U.S. They lowered the standards so they could have a higher number of female police officers. So they've made the police less effective, physically less effective, to meet some bullshit quota. We have to have X amount of women. We have to have X amount of gay men. We have to have X amount of black men. We have to have X amount of men with big dicks. I mean... That shouldn't exist. We shouldn't even think about it. And so I'd rather not see the sex of a a particular police officer in a story like this. You know what I mean? Unless he sexually assaulted her, it shouldn't be relevant. And that kind of gets on my bloody nerves. Um, And to me, it is just because it shouldn't be relevant. That is the newspapers trying to make a bigger deal out of it. Um, I think it's probably anyway back to the actual issue at hand danny cipriani has he fucked up he probably hasn't i have a feeling that eddie jones will care more about picking the best guy but then again you know it's not like they don't have options you know my feeling about danny cipriani playing for england was i liked it just because it was a nice little comeback story and i do think he offers uh, a little bit a little bit of I, i'm not going to use the term x factor i fucking hate that but he had a little touch of magic that maybe uh, um, the others don't have. But George Ford's 
I don't want to get into it. I can't be bothered, but we'll see how it pans out. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, this is like, what was that? Six minutes I talked about Danny Cipriani for, and I suppose that's all that could be expected. Uh, there's not that much going on. I haven't seen, again, I, uh, this is supposed to be just about English rugby, but since uh, I believe the Springboks did play Argentina, I haven't seen that match. I might try and watch that in a minute um, if I can avoid the score. Before I go, I will tell you something really weird. Well, not really weird, but quite weird. Now, you're either going to go, whoa, or you're going to go, ah, coincidence. Who gives a shit? Don't you hate it when you have some really crazy shit happens, happen to you? And uh, just for example, and this is not what I was going to tell you, but one time I was singing a Bob Marley song. I drove to work. I got to work. When I walked through the doors, that Bob Marley song was playing. And I know this happened. And yet I'm already doubting my own story. Because it's been a few years. Have you ever had anything like that happen? You have something really trippy and weird happen that you can't, you almost can't believe it when it happens and you tell people. And then later, weeks, months, years later, whenever you, you talk about it again, you think, I can't really have happened like that, can it? It's impossible. But that did happen. And this story is true. I was walking home at night because the battery in my car died. I got to get a new battery. It's fine. I was enjoying a nice walk home. It was about 10 o'clock at night. And it was a beautiful, starry, moonlit night. Now, first of all, I was almost attacked by a bat on the way home. That's not the story either. I say attacked, but really what I mean is a bat flew fairly close to me and I shit my pants. I didn't think that the bat would ever scare me. Whenever I see bats flying around, because sometimes you get them out here, um, I was thinking, oh, cool, a bat. But... I was walking through an area that was kind of lit up with uh, streetlights uh, and there was like a shopping center there. So there was more, it was quite well lit up. So there's all these moths and, and nocturnal insects flying around and the bats are eating them. Well, one of them must've been near my face because the bat just like swooped at my face. And I went, <laughs> and I cried for about 30 seconds. So I hate bats. And then I carried on. I cleaned the feces from my underwear and I walked the rest of the way home. And as I was walking back, I was listening to a podcast. Um, and I almost don't want to tell you what the podcast is in case you write me off as some kind of madman. But fuck it. You may as well know. I was listening to that Nick. What's his name? He used to have a podcast called The Cult of Nick. Uh, the Nick. I'm going to look his name up because I want to fuck it up. I love his podcast. It's just full of insane people. And sometimes... They don't seem that insane when you listen long enough. Um, you know, it's a kind of, uh, where is he? Uh, the Nick Margerison podcast, um, or Margerison, I think it is. See, I only remember it as the Cult of Nick. He changed his podcast name, but he's got flat earth conspiracy theorists, alien abduction people, uh, m practices of magic, uh, and then also just like people involved in politics and so all sorts of stuff. He was on the radio. Anyway, um, it's a really good podcast. I suggest you listen to it if you can. The Nick Majerison podcast. Um, well, a couple of days ago, I was listening to one where it had a flat earth guy on it. And he was giving all of his evidence for, and look, I believe the world is round or do I? It doesn't matter. I think the world is probably round, although sometimes I'm not even sure that this is real at all. I think I'm stuck in a horrible uh, simulation, but 
the guy that, I, that was talking about the world being flat, he, I remember him talking about the moon, and I can't remember what he said about it, but I think the gist of it was that the moon was not this big round rock orbiting the Earth. But I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but I was looking at the moon because the moon looked really nice. I'm walking home, I'm looking at the moon. It's incredibly bright, and I start thinking to myself, um, if that weren't a rock orbiting the Earth, what could it be? What is that? What could it be? I mean, it could be your, I mean, if you just forget that, I mean, don't forget everything we know about the earth, unless you're an astronaut or you have a powerful telescope for all I know. I don't know. For the most part, most things that we, in quotes, know, we know because we have been told it. There's very few things, if anything, in the world that we can really sort of say definitively, yes, I know this is the case because I have done experiments to prove it. Most of the time, like the world being round, which don't get me wrong, we can all agree it is, all right? Um, but it's possible that it's not, right? It's conceivable. You could imagine if, I mean, God knows why they've come up with this lie. But if, the, if there was an organization, a nefarious organization that wanted to keep us all stupid and, and uh, hide, us, hide the truth from us, could tell us this lie. And we would have no way of proving it wrong. And we would defend science and say, yes, this is the case. We all know this. The world is round, whatever. Anyway. But if that's not the case, what is this? Because if you look at it sort of from a child's eye, it almost looks like a big eye staring at you from space, whatever space is. Um, anyway, I'm, I digress. I'm looking at the moon and I'm just thinking, what could the moon be if it weren't a rock? Now, the podcast I was listening to, Nick Margerison, or Margerison, I have to find out how to pronounce his fucking name, but Nick is talking about magic and he's talking about gods and stuff, but I wasn't paying attention. I was just looking at the moon. And I swear to you, I looked at the moon and I thought to myself, you know, you don't always think in sentences. Usually it's just, ma but I thought in a sentence in my head, I went, if the moon were not what they say it is, what could it be? And I swear to God, all of a sudden he says such and such, something about a goddess and then says, and the goddess, you know, this goddess, whatever her name is, literally, according to some people, lives on the moon. I mean, that's what the moon is. It's where this goddess lives. And I fucking pulled my headphones out. I went whole, it was really shocking and profound. Now, don't get me wrong. It, what does it mean? What does it mean? Nothing. Just a huge coincidence. Well, I can't handle that. I don't want it to just, I mean, I don't necessarily need there to be a goddess living on the moon, but I would like it to not be, it's too big of a coincidence. It's probably just life fucking with, and if we're honest, it's probably what I said. We're all stuck in a horrible virtual reality world. This is the matrix. The matrix? This is the mattress. The psychedelic mattress that we're all sleeping on together uh, while a moon goddess fingers herself. I've lost my mind. What a weird episode that was. But um, before I go, <laughs> I would love to just hang up so to speak right now but i will say this please if you've never listened to this before usually i talk a lot more about rugby and usually i give a bit more of a shit but this is the thing i'm trying to do an episode every bloody week i'm already a day late because i want to do it on saturday nights but there's just not that much to talk about yet once the season gets going i'm going to be fired up i'm going to be angry about shit um what i plan on doing from now on is having a good podcast about English rugby in which I get fired up and really have opinions and that'll be fun 
And then I will end with a short clip of some stand-up that I do. I do, I'm a stand-up comedian. You wouldn't know it with the amount of bollocks I'm talking right now. But I do do that. And uh, only once have I put a clip at the end. But I want to do it every week. But I haven't had anything. I've just been practicing witchcraft and, uh, and, uh, of course, there's the porn. But um, tune in next week and there should be more of that. Also, if you haven't done yet, Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm Eddie Stevens MD um, on Twitter and also at Rugby Ranter Banter. Or no, it's Ranter at Ranter Banter. Jesus, I'm sorry. And then uh, also subscribe on whatever medium you use. I mean, if it's Acast, subscribe and then try and contact them and tell them I cannot listen to this fucker without a nice picture to make it feel like it's not some bullshit. With some idiot babbling on in his shed, which is what it is. But if there were a good piece of cover art saying rugby ran to banter with a picture of a shed, which I believe is what it is, if you're listening on iTunes, um, that'd make it much better, wouldn't it? So subscribe on Acast, Twitter, also uh, Stitcher. Is it Stitcher? Yes. I don't know if anyone listens to it on there. I don't even know if that even exists. Maybe I made it up. But uh, subscribe. Also leave leave a review. And remember, just do it out of sympathy. Like if you don't think it's great, just pretend it is. Because honestly, if I see a re- if I see a review that says, oh, I love this, it'll make me feel good. And I won't kill myself yet. Um you don't have to, it doesn't matter. Um also, what was I gonna say? There was something really important that I had to say. Um, I could pause. See, this is the type of this is the time when I could just stop recording and then hit record again and say what it is I need to say, and you would know you'd be none the none the wiser. And yet, I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to keep thinking and thinking. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember. Um, Ben Ben Bacon. Uh. At Quinns USA, you wanted me to watch the uh, All Blacks documentary, what the hell is it called, All or Nothing, and I'm pretty damn sure it's on HBO, and I still haven't watched it because I'm an absolute bastard. But um, I will. Is that all right? You happy now, Ben? Is that appeased you? Yeah. Just so, Just joking, Ben. I want to say that in case you actually thought I was angry with you. No, Ben is my listener of the month. Yeah! Hooray for Ben. Congratulations. Try and be more like Ben. I'm fucking going now. It's rugby ranter banter. Episode 15. It's getting hotter and hotter. To have an opinion. I don't care about sippers getting drunk. I don't care if he don't act like a monk That punk, Chris Ashton, he punched a man in the face And now, Chris Ashton may lose his England place Kapow! Eddie Jones may have had just enough But then, Eddie Jones has been adding the hot stuff Must be drunk, I'll see you all soon Look up at the moon, is that a goddamn?